Hello everybody, this is Sharon from In Sharon's Heart, and welcome to the addendum to my last episode titled, God Will Give You the Victory. I wanted to do a quick follow-up to further encourage you that you can and will win any battle you may be facing today. As I said in yesterday's episode, it doesn't matter what type of battle it is, whether it be spiritual, emotional, physical, or mental, God will do it. He will give you the victory. When we talk about fighting spiritually, it's about getting our hands on some powerful and relevant scriptures and standing on them as much as possible every day until our battle is won. That means memorizing or at least reciting key scriptures that speak to your situation and doing that as much as possible with vigor, energy, passion, and faith. I've done that in my life and I'm telling you it works. We act as though God has already done it, and we are thanking him in advance for it. That is winning spiritually. An example is in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, when David encouraged himself in the Lord. David probably prayed without ceasing because he needed all the help he could get when the men in his army blamed him for the enemy, the Amalekites, who had brought them much pain and heartache. But David didn't give up and he didn't give in. He prayed and communicated with God. And in the end, David and his men got the victory in that spiritual battle, which later became a physical battle. The physical example was when David and his army fought against the enemy, the Amalekites, and won. They fought to the bitter end, didn't run away, and came out victorious. Another example might be fighting for your health, your physical health, and doing all the things you need to win that health battle. Just keep in mind that getting in a physical altercation is never what is meant in fighting physically, okay? So keep that in mind. It's not an example of that, unless perhaps we're Floyd Mayweather in a boxing ring. You get my point. David and his army got the victory in that physical battle. And listen, you will get the victory as well. An emotional example is in the book of Esther. When Queen Esther found out that the evil Haman was plotting to have her people, the Jews, annihilated. One could only imagine the emotional turmoil she was in. Yet she persevered and didn't forget about those God had put her in place to help. She took a chance by going into the king unannounced to spare her people, and they were spared because of her. Esther and her people got the victory in that emotional battle, and listen, you will get the victory as well. A mental example is in Genesis 37, when Joseph found himself abandoned by his brothers and left to die only later to be sold and taken to an unknown place. One could only imagine the mental and really emotional anguish and fear Joseph felt. Yet he pushed through. He knew he needed to be mentally astute in order to get through all of that. Joseph went on to become an important person. He was a man of intelligence and integrity, and he gained the king's trust he eventually became the second man in charge of Egypt. That took mental fortitude 
and Joseph had what it took. He got the victory in that mental battle. And listen, you will as well. All of that is just a reminder to stay encouraged and know that you can win any battle you're confronted with. Just know that if God did it before, he will do it again. He will give you the victory. Be encouraged, everybody. And one last thing, just know that really all of these battles are spiritual because we should always pray without ceasing. That goes without saying. So keep that in mind that no matter what you're fighting, always, always pray and fight as though it's a spiritual battle because really all of it is. Take care, everybody. Have you ever just watched the ocean, a bird, an ant, a butterfly? Hello, everybody. This is Sharon from In Sharon's Heart, and welcome to today's devotional for Thursday, January 11th, 2018, which also coincides with my latest In Sharon's Heart blog post. Today's message is titled, There is Beauty Everywhere. There's beauty in all of God's creation, isn't there? All we have to do is take the time to experience it. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10, it says, don't despise small beginnings. That's Zechariah 4, verse 10. Sometimes it's the little things that mean the most, and we have to take the time to enjoy them. Sometimes the blessings are in the small things. We should take time to consider that, because it's sometimes the little things that can really be the big things. Sometimes it's simply about making the time to enjoy whatever those things are, to enjoy what we are blessed to have around us, and to enjoy the things in our lives. They may not be ideal, but we should enjoy them anyway, because let me tell you, there's beauty in them. It may differ from person to person, which is wonderful. What's good for you is good for you, and what's good for me is good for me. Because God has us here for a reason, and he wants us to enjoy what we have right now. I believe when we do that, then we make room for many more blessings. It's about appreciating the beauty around us and realizing it comes in many different forms. Luke 16 verse 10 says, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. That's Luke 16, verse 10. In other words, one who is grateful for the little may be blessed with much more and vice versa. It's about being thankful for what we do have, overthinking we're missing out on the things we don't have. There is a time and a season for everything, for each one of us. So why not just see the beauty that is right in front of us? It may actually be a real and true blessing more than anything else. I'm starting to realize that more and more. Just something to think about. Be encouraged, everybody.